What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The voice of Johnson County, Joko Community Radio. Welcome to the Her Show, Home Experience Radio, with your host, Trina Titus Lozano. This is a live call-in show that takes your calls and questions about marriage, family, and personal relationships. She's a licensed and ordained pastoral counselor, author, international conference speaker, wife, mom, and grandmother. She's been counseling and teaching vital relationship skills for over 30 years. Trina is real and relational and reveals strong truths spoken in tough love and common sense. Join us on the studio line now at 817-637-2585. And now, here's Trina. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Her Show right here on Joko Community Radio. We love this station. Love Burleson. Thank you, Tiffany, for being here. And most importantly, thank you, Dr. Jim Bob, for being in the studio with me today. Thanks for having me. It is a pleasure. If you would like to join the conversation today, we are talking about your health And specifically right now, COVID and the big question, to vaccinate or not. And this is a decision-making process that people are all really considering. As you know, if you've been following me, we just had a family reunion. We had 38 people and people were at our home spending the night. We were all together for about five days and everyone left this morning. And out of that group, about a third were vaccinated and then the rest were not. Most were senior citizens, and most already have had COVID. Now, my mom is is fighting cancer right now, so her white blood cell count is really low. But, you know, none of this affected the fact that we wanted to get together. We wanted to have fun. We wanted to celebrate life, and we wanted to celebrate the goodness of God. And I think that this is the most tragic thing in the world that we're living today is people are making decisions whether to be together or not based on if right. someone is vaccinated or not. Right. And that is super tragic. So I want you to talk about this. People are starting school. In fact, happy first day of school to your kids. Yes. And it's fall my, break for us as parents. I'm excited about that. <laughs> my grandkids. It is finally, finally where you get to just breathe and be like, oh my yeah, exactly. gosh. Yeah. You think it's a break until they come home tonight with all those papers that you have to do. Yeah. And they're exhausted. But it's a, it's a new beginning. It is a new season. But, but we all know that things in our world have changed for good. They have. They have changed forever. I don't mean that. It's a good thing that has changed, but I mean, it's not going to go back. It's here for good. It's here for good. It's here to stay is a better way to put it. It's here to stay. Things are here to stay. And COVID is here to stay. The debates are here to stay. And the division is concerning, but the division is a very real thing. And things are just not the way they've ever been before, which we can see scripture fulfilling itself. So that is a thing that will give us peace and comfort. But tell me about you. Tell our listeners about you. Just kind of tell them your bio and, uh, you know, how you became an expert in these kinds of things. And I think that you are one of the most 
uh, well-respected experts that I have talked to. I think you're just amazing. So tell us about yourself. <laughs> well, I don't know if anybody's an expert in all of these things uh, around us, but um, yeah, I'm Dr. Jamal Harrington. I've known uh, Trina for a few years now, and my wife and I, uh, Cindy, are both chiropractors, and uh, we've been in practice for... I'm going to date myself. This is uh, 18 years uh, this year. Uh, we were in private practice uh, in the Mid-Cities area for about 15 years. And then after a leg injury and a detour that the Lord put us on, uh, we uh, switched to all virtual telemed and have been doing that for the last several years. But uh, we um, have always taken care of families and kids. Uh, pregnant women and kids were our two biggest populations that we saw. So the vaccination uh, conversation came up very early on because that was something that um, new parents that were coming in that were either having their first or second always wanted to know. Well, that was one of the first questions of, hey, where am I going to birth and uh, am I going to vaccinate or not? That was you know, kind of the, the direction that they kind of went that first little bit of care during pregnancy. And so... It wasn't something that I would have said, hey, you know, when I go to college, I can't wait to like get into healthcare and tell women how their menstrual cycles work and talk to parents about vaccinations. This sounds awesome. <laughs> it wasn't something that was on my radar, but you know, we really dug into it back then when we started teaching about the topic about, you know, because vaccination obviously has been around a long time, teaching about the science of it or not, as it were, depending on what you're talking about. Like that back then there was nothing. I think Dr. McCullough was the only guy online. That even had a website. So, you know, we've been teaching on the topic for, you know, 16 plus years or whatever. But, um, you know, this last year, Trina, like we were talking about earlier, it is definitely different than it's ever been. I mean, the topic, the, um, the vaccine itself, mm -hmm. uh, everything is completely different. I mean, we're on a totally new planet with all of this stuff. So, again, definitely not an expert when it comes to all these things. But we've been in the middle of this for a long time. But, you know, that is – I think that's – I love your humility that way. But you really have researched so much. And you right. really can talk with so much authority on so many of, of the issues just regarding health right. and natural – health. And I did something that, you know, I don't regret doing, but I have tried to, you know, not really, I, I try to not get in Facebook fights. Let me just put, the, put it that way. <laughs> I try to be nice. I don't want Facebook to, fights don't work, Trina. They don't. And so I don't. Relationship I, advice here. They're not good for exactly. relationships. <laughs> so I try to not poke the bear or make anything too you know, I just try to keep things just relational and fun and family and faith oriented. But I did. I changed my profile picture back several weeks ago, and so on I my pro this. on my profile picture, it just says uh, I trust my immune system, and I and I believe in the right to choose, and I think that it is so important especially as an American, but I just think it's the most healthy thing that anybody, that anyone can do is to take responsibility for your own health. Right. I, I've, I, I think it's just so absurd that there is this notion that somehow I am responsible. How could I be responsible for your health? I, I don't have the power over what you put in your mouth. I don't have the power over what you shoot in your veins. Right. I don't have the power over any of that. So how do I have the responsibility? The truth is I don't, and we don't. And it's, it's a complete joke to think that we do. So since I put this on my profile picture, for a while nobody said anything, like except for people who agreed with me, were kind of like a thumbs up. Uh, yeah, you trust your immune system and you believe in the freedom to choose. And on this, it says my body, my choice. And of course, that has been sort of a tagline for, you know, pro-abortion. Pro right. Uh, 
And, and it has nothing to do with that. It's like, no, no, I'm not talking about that. But I had some people be like, so do a, are you still pro-life? And I'm like, uh, yeah, of course. But I do believe that we need to have the power to choose whether you get vaccinated or not. And I have had some pushback, as you can imagine. And I knew that I would when people read this. A few people have really given me some pushback and just, you know, but I am I'm going to keep this my profile picture because I think it is massively important that we fight for a right to choose. Well, I think we're in a really scary situation as a culture when you can't tell someone your opinion or what you're choosing and be allowed to have an opinion without people just freaking out and attacking you or canceling you or deleting you off of Instagram or whatever the thing is. I mean um, – Part of the beauty, if not the entire beauty of being in America and having an American culture is you being able to sit here and believe one thing, me being able to sit here and believe something totally opposite. We can disagree, discuss it, and then uh, still have coffee, move on and be friends uh, because we all have the choice to do what we feel is best for ourselves and for our family. But in the last you know, year and a half, um, you know, that's changed a lot. Uh, the pressures from social media and the pressures from uh, schools and government and churches and everybody else, people in authority, quote unquote, have really made it hard for you to have an opinion if that opinion, you know, um, isn't what everybody wants you to have. So, I mean, that's a scary place to be. I mean, I talk about that a lot. And social media is really dehumanizing. You know this. I mean, it is part of the problem. You know, you're uh, the expert in relationships and I think one of the worst things that's ever happened to relationships in the history of mankind is social media. Like, and no doubt, yeah, no doubt. So it literally makes it to where you know we will say things and do things and click things and share things that you would never share or never say to someone's face most of the time, and you have the ability to delete them, which doesn't happen in face to face relationships. You know, Uh, you can't slam the door in people's face and and have a relationship, but it's uh, it's a different world. It is a different world. So I was very influenced by my chiropractor back in the early 80s, Dr. Jack Hurd, who might be listening to the show, and I hope that he does. He's he's really a special friend of ours. And he's in his late 70s now, but he still practices. Right. But he was awesome. he was so influential in my life for the health of of myself, my husband, and our children. So he was so influential and the research that he did with regarding immunizations was more than I had ever read before. So he was the first person to offer me a lot of scientific information to, to guide me to not have my children immunized. And so my husband and I were so thrilled and grateful for the information that we made the decision. Now, our oldest is 37 years old. Our youngest mm-hmm. is 28. So this is a long time ago. And they were not immunized. They went all through public school and sure. from kindergarten to college or preschool to college. And we used a religious exemption. And so my grandchildren have followed suit. My children raised their my grandchildren the same way to not be immunized, but to have uh, a religious exemption. I don't know how long that's going to work with what is happening right now with mandates. And I'm hoping that it will continue to be um, honored in America, the the exemptions. I don't think it will because the COVID vaccine is a totally different animal. I mean, you can't even really put it in the same category as childhood immunizations because those um, vaccines, whether or not, you know, people listening agree with vaccinating their children or not is, you know, um, is 
uh, immaterial, those vaccines have been studied. Like over thousands and thousands of yes. you know people and Studies. have gone through um, you know yes. animal trials and they've literally gone through at least five to ten years of studies before they're ever approved to be on the market for whatever you know effectiveness that they're you know uh, claiming claiming to be right. Mm-hmm. The COVID vaccine never went through any of that. Like that's None. not what happened, and it was pushed forward in an emergency order uh, by President Trump. So um, there there are no exemptions other than hey, it's not approved. Like I'm choosing not to do it because it's not even approved vaccine. It's not even so, it's not even tested and approved. In fact, yeah, it's not FDA approved. So, but there are there, but there's so much proof of vaccine injury, and this is what really bothers me. But but I know people don't want to look at that, or I think that that's even being hidden. And so, uh, yeah, part of it, part of it may be that a lot of it's just underreported just because of the nature of the medical beast. I mean, it's busy. These offices are busier. They're doing a bunch of stuff. They see a lot of people. And so when reactions happen, whether it's from the COVID shot or anything else, and it happens within hours or days afterwards, well, if it doesn't happen right in front of their face in the office, then it's not reported. Yeah, it's not reported. I mean, most of the patients, because in order to have you know, good reporting. We teach this all the time. In order to have actual accurate stats on reporting, you have to have an educated patient and you have to have an educated staff at the office in order to know what's a reaction or not. Well, yeah. a patient, if they walk out with their kid or themselves, let's say the COVID shot, and two days later they start having massive migraines and they start having, you know, blood clots or whatever else is happening, well, they don't know, they don't think anything about it. Like, oh my gosh, I just had a horrible migraine. That's crazy, like two days after. And they don't think about it. And so most of the time they don't even call. If they do, then you got to have a staff that goes, hmm, that's possibly a reaction to this thing. Grab the file, actually go through it, say, hey, they had, you know, this child had the DP, you know, the DTAP shot or the MMR shot or this guy just got the Pfizer vaccine. And so these reactions could be related to that and actually look at it and even go further and tell the doctor, hey, this happened and them actually put it in the file. Well, most of the time that doesn't happen. I mean, like they, you know, there was an FDA report, um, you know, years ago, uh, probably 10, 15 years ago, even that showed that uh, doctors underreport those reactions by 90% mm. because of just that, like they just fall through the cracks. So Dr. Peter Mercola is a guy that I follow a lot. He's a cardiologist in Dallas and is amazing. And the guy has done um, actually the only research on actually treating COVID and, um, wow. you know, a four tiered approach. Uh, to helping people uh, prevent and recover from COVID-19. And he's talked, um, you know, at nauseum about um, all of this stuff and and the reactions and the safety of it and what everybody can do. And it's it's pretty incredible. It's pretty eye-opening, you know, listen to his stuff. So Okay, what did you learn from him that is the most eye-opening and incredible? <laughs> oh, man. Because I'm glad to, to hear about this. I, I, this is the first time hearing his name. And so, and he's here in Dallas. That's remarkable. Yeah, he's actually, um, you know, I've seen him a couple. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Times um, went to different events that he led and talked to him, and he's he is literally the top cardiologist in the world. Wow. Uh, he's uh, the only cardiologist that has actual medical authority in the area that he practices in, and 
by medical authority, what that means is that he's published more papers than anyone else. He's published over 700 papers in his realm of medicine, uh, published studies, and the closest one to him is like 50. Wow. And so the guy's like, you know, really top, like he knows what he's talking about. Um, And so um, he has gone through and really looked at, you know, COVID-19 as a whole and really given a good four-pillared approach for people to, you know, prevent COVID and then to recover from COVID. And this is, you know, he this is what he talks about and preaches on all the time. Um, and he's real big on, hey, this these new vaccines have never been studied. He's totally pro-vaccine everything else. But on this one, he's like, this has never been studied. Like, there's, there's no studies done for pregnant moms getting the COVID shot. There's no studies done on kids getting the COVID shot. Oh there's no gosh. studies done um, on anyone who's even had COVID getting the COVID shot. No, none at all. Um, even to the point where the inserts on the vaccines are blank. So there's yeah. no way to look at it. So he goes through and talks a lot about that and about the risk involved and, and stuff like that. And, and that's from someone who's who's not an anti-vaxxer. He, yeah, he's not a hippie freak like me. <laughs> right. Or, or he, and I'm so more than, but, but this is from it, this is from his own scientific approach to say there's yeah. we can't even there is no science here. There's not the studies that have happened that needed to happen. Right. So okay, let's go a little bit backwards. Let's start before we talk about prevention, let's start right now talking about how do you treat COVID? Someone who has COVID, in fact, my daughter-in-law just texted me that my son just just tested positive for COVID. I had COVID last October. I thought I had a sinus infection and I was tested. I was COVID positive. And right. so praise the Lord, it wasn't any more symptoms than what a sinus infection typically would be. So I just rested and drank a lot of water and prayed and had some essential oils that I used as well right. and things like that. Um, just the natural things, vitamin C and zinc. So, but what would you do? What would you, what would you tell my son right now who just got diagnosed with COVID? What should he take while he's fighting well, this? The thing that I would tell everybody before, and we've, we've, this is the same thing that we've preached for literally 20 years is the healthier you can make your body, the better it can fight off anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Right. Um, so um, the key for anyone um, you know, whether they can track COVID or not, getting COVID, surviving COVID, being healthy through COVID, getting natural immunity is being healthier, not having metabolic, you know, uh, syndrome, uh, not being overweight, which is the real epidemic pandemic yeah. in America. And, you know, they've found all of these different correlations of, you know, um, obesity being linked to really bad reactions uh, to COVID, to the, the virus itself. Um, you know, inflammation levels, um, you know, uh, heart issues, uh, diabetes, all of these sure. lifestyle issues yeah. causing reactions to the COVID vaccine and making it worse because COVID is a hemorrhagic virus. I mean, it creates a lot of clotting. So, you know, the thing, the main thing on prevention period is just make this body healthier. But because we've we've gotten away again, I mean, for 20 years, we've literally sat there and told everyone over and over and over the same thing for 20 years. Uh, your body's made perfectly. Like it, 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 yeah. it's made, uh, created with everything it needs to function uh, healthily 24 7, 365. Like God didn't mess up. He didn't forget to teach your body how to have normal immunity. He didn't forget to teach your body how to have normal digestion or how to, that, like that didn't happen. Like everybody has a perfect functioning body. What happens though is due to our own culture, our own stresses, we put ourselves into environments that put our bodies under stress that they were not created to endure. Exactly. And it pushes our normal function away from normal. 
and you start to create symptoms. I mean, symptoms or, or or whatever it is is just the body reacting to those stressors and not being able to handle the environment like it's supposed to, right? Um, and one thing I would say too is I got asked this by a pastor in the area, um, and he literally said we were talking about the whole um, uh, the whole topic, and we're talking about masks, and we're talking about COVID and everything else, and discussing this specific um, church's approach to it that I didn't agree with. And he said, you know, something snide to me. He goes, so you think that people who get sick um, have a lack of faith or they have whatever? And I, I was like, well, no, not at all. Uh, I'm, I'm, I said, getting sick is healthy. Uh, I think uh, people who get really sick, just their body needed to pass up or their immune system was lower. That's a physiological change. It has nothing to do with, oh, I didn't pray enough this week, and so I got sick. <laughs> yeah, which remember, is literally what he I used to tell, you know, I used to tell my kids that, so don't I, – I, I used to tell my kids whenever they would have a fever, I would say, you know what, this is good. Yeah, thank your God. Body, your body is is burning off these these infections that's in it, so we're just going to praise God for this fever because this is what it's created to do. So, uh, you know, so I, I train them that way when their nose would Instead be running. Instead of terrifying them and going, oh my gosh, you that's could right. die. Their nose would <laughs> run and I would be like, this is great because yeah. all of this stuff that's in there needs to get out. Same right. thing when they were coughing. This is good. You need to cough. Get it out. This is the way God created you. So yes. And so that, yes, being sick is, is healthy. <laughs> being, right. I mean, it's true. It There's a purpose. There's yeah, a purpose. There's a super purpose. I mean, the body is designed to get sick. There's a purpose. That's right. There's a purpose yep. for the fever. There's a purpose for needing to blow your nose. Yeah. I mean, you don't walk into a gym, walk in the front door and boom, build a six pack. Like that doesn't happen. You have mm-hmm. to go in and actually lift weights and do stuff and it's work. And yeah, it's a process, right? And your immune system's like that. Yeah. Like you have to catch things as a kid. And this is why we talk about all the time, letting your kids have fevers and letting them get sick. Like not not taking care of them, um, you know, not caring for their needs, but uh, letting them go through stuff, letting them play in the dirt, like letting them touch things. But now we're in a society mm-hmm. where we have sterilized everything. You know, we're, we're literally creating a generation that is scared of their own face without a mask and scared to touch anything because they don't know that they're not going to get sick with some horrible virus or, you know, whatever's out there. So. And then we're creating mental problems, a lot of mental problems as a result. Oh, yeah. So I would, I would, I would also tell my, yes, tell my kids how healthy it was for them to be sick. And my grandma used to say something really funny. She would talk about when we would talk about antibiotics, you know, and so we didn't give our kids antibiotics because we wanted them to build their own immune system. So I would say, okay, if you take this pill, you have to take it for 10 days, right? Antibiotics. Right. But you'll feel better in about 24 hours. Uh, but either way, you'll be better in 10 days. If you don't take the pill, you'll be better in 10 days. So either way, you're going to be better in 10 days, you know? Right. And um, if you're and- not, you can take it after that. And if not, you right. can take it after yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah. And so... It- but typically, it doesn't even take that long. It's right. more like, you know, give it a week. and uh, but Yeah, like are... childhood ear infections, usually seven to ten days. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And so that's so you and I are on the same page with that. But like you say, now with COVID-19 and then now the new Delta variant, I mean, there is so much terror right. around it that people are so afraid of their own. Yeah. It's like they're, they just are so terrified. Right. And so we've got all kinds of, and, and it's sad. I was just saying that if in most families right now, they would not even have all flown on an airplane to come together for 38 yeah, people to meet in Dallas. Yep. Yeah. Because we'd be too afraid of, of the diseases. Right. And uh, I just, Which I Which at the beginning, I mean, at the beginning of 2020, sure. Like no one knew, 
Um, like, you know, this comes out and it hits the news and no one had any idea. Like for all we knew, it was going to be some Jerry Bruckheimer film and people are, you know, falling dead all down the street. I mean, like, and it's a massive, you know, pandemic, literal. Um, but you know, quickly, a few weeks after that, we realized that was not the case. That's not what was happening. And that's not what Mm -mm. was happening at all. And that there was a total, you know, other story, you know, happening. Yes. And that's right. That's so true. Back early March, 2020. Mm -hmm. There was, we were all isolated. We were in our homes. (laughs) Hopefully we had some toilet paper on hand because if we didn't, we were not able to get it. But we're there. But you're right. At that point, we're like, what is going to happen? What, how bad is this? And the truth is, it wasn't as bad as we thought. Not as many people died as we thought. No. And. No, and people died, which, you know, to, to note is terrible. Uh, and people die from things all the time. Oh, you know? I did. I had friends yeah. and family that died. Yeah, but yeah, but I've absolutely. had friends and family that died from other things in the past year and a half as well. Right. So, but yeah, I mean that's one guarantee we know is we're all going to die. Right. Exactly. But this is just a a year that we've highlighted that instead of yeah. hey let's focus on living and how to be as healthy as possible. Right. We've taught everybody to wall themselves off and focus on not dying. Right. Like let's exactly. focus on not dying and how to not die as much as possible instead <laughs> of um, hey let's just focus on how to be healthier and better and live, you know, and do stuff. So exactly, exactly. Okay, so back to my question. What what kind of supplements would it be good for Brandon to be taking right now um, other than drinking water and resting? You know, like there's a lot of things that boost immunity, right? And there's a lot of things that are good to help the body um, fight through things like bacteria and viruses and stuff like that. And so there's a lot of different uh, prescribed uh, things like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine that, you know, again, they can go, we'll link a, an actual page um, that Dr. Mercola has, and you guys can go check that out and they can look at that. And he's got a lot of treatments there. Or they can go to frontlinemds.com. Yes. Uh, and there's, you know, unfortunately, we are now also in an era where in order to get things that you really want medically, you got to go online and get a doctor in Georgia to prescribe it so that you they can send it to you or whatever if you want to try it. Because, it's political. Oh, yeah, because most doctors or even pharmacies won't prescribe the things that have been shown to help it. And Dr. McCullough has a lot of that on there. It seems like a Dr. McCullough ad. It's not. He's just the foremost authority on this subject right now um, and is you know getting crucified over him telling everybody, hey, here's the four things that work for it. He's treated hundreds and hundreds of patients in the highest risk category and lost one in the entire year and a half, almost two years. Yeah. And he said it was only because that that guy didn't get to him early enough and he was already in the third pillar that he calls it and they weren't able to go through the whole process of helping him. So, but as far as immune support period, I mean, I talk about, you know, core four supplements all the time, Uh, like people being on really good, healthy fats, um, you know, there's some um, some controversy out there about fish oil and stuff like that. But getting good animal fats in uh, is huge for antioxidants and helping with inflammation. With anything uh, viral-related or anything that is immune-related, the more you can keep your inflammation down, the better your body's going to be, period. Yes. Like, this is a huge marker. Yes. The higher your inflammation goes, the harder the body, um, the harder time the body has in fighting off whether it's COVID or athlete's foot. It, it, I mean, it, yes. the body has a harder time, period. And so helping with the inflammation. The second thing that we talk about a lot is uh, probiotics and gut support. Uh, a third uh, – were you going to say something there? I thought you were. Uh, a third of your immune system is in the gut. So if yeah. our gut gets totally thrown off, then we're always going to have issues and we're going to have problems with that. So those two uh, are key. Third one is vitamin D and sunlight. 
Um, mm-hmm. Just getting outside, getting plenty of vitamin D to be able to support thyroid and drive up immunity. Oh, um, man. And then there's... I, know, I love that effect. one. Get outside. Yes. <laughs> Don't Get isolate. Don't isolate in your house because you're afraid of COVID, because you're afraid of the germs. Go outside, get some vitamin D. That's my favorite. We will be right back with Dr. Jim Bob right after the break. At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Hey, there's something you forgot to do. Hmm, it sure is hot. Are you sweating like a dog? Wait, what? Dogs don't sweat. Oh no, you forgot to get your window tinted. Whether it's the kitchen window that sits in the sun for the hottest part of the day, or you just got new wheels, call Sharp Window Tinting in Burleson. 817-615-9379 or look them up on the web, sharpwindowtint.com. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to Joko Community Radio. Back to the Her Show. This is Trina. And I'm here with Dr. Jim Bob Haggerton talking about your health, how to be healthy, how to boost your immune system, how to just live. We want to live and to live well. My grandmother she has been such a good example. Here she is, 98 years old, and people always ask her, what is the key to a long life? And she always says happiness. And you talked about before, you know, the stress. And I always say, we're too blessed to be stressed. I refuse right. to be stressed. We are too blessed to be stressed. And nothing, nothing bothers me. 
I I will not allow anything to bother me. But because you choose not to allow it to bother you. That's right. Right. I I will not. Because stress is a choice. I will not allow anything to bother me. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying earlier. My daughter-in-law just told me that my son has COVID. Uh, He was at the family reunion course with all of us with my with my mom and her low white blood cell count from uh, her cancer, and then my grandma. But you know what? I am not the least bit worried. Right. It does. There's no way. Worry never helps anything. So I refuse to worry. I refuse to be stressed about anything. Well, if you look at the science of that, I mean, that right there is huge immune support. Like, I'm just going to not be stressed. Exactly. Because the stress response is designed to be like real quick, right? Like, oh my gosh, there's a car right there. And then you're over it. It's not designed for you to stay in stress and freak out about, oh, we've got the Delta... Lambda, That's Chi, right. Theta, Kappa variant, whatever it is, and then freak out on all the things. And now Afghanistan's falling and everything's freaking, you know, and, and people stay in stress all day long. When you stay in stress like that, your immune system goes down, period. And, and a big reason is my faith, which I talk a lot about right. on this show, because scripture is fulfilling itself. And so when I see even things like the whole world going through this together, it's scripture fulfilling itself. I right. was always wondered how is the whole world going to be going through something at the same time, uh, where where it would where it would sort of set up um, an opportunity to have a world leader or yeah. a world system. It's like oh, God, this is happening. You're like this happened really quick. Is <laughs> that really quick? Yeah, yeah. Scripture is fulfilling itself, which is really fascinating. Really fascinating. So you're talking about um, what helps to boost your immune system. So what else? Right. So we talked about, you know, um, good healthy fats, talked about probiotics. We talked about vitamin D and getting outside in sunlight. Yeah. Um, You know, a fourth one is getting good greens products in. Like, you know, eating salad and getting a good balanced meal is obviously important, but you're just not going to get the same amount of enzymes and stuff as you would taking a greens product. Like whether it's a green smoothie or a green shake or, you know, greens um, that they sell in capsules or whatever, whatever. So that all really helps. I mean, vitamin C has been shown to boost immunity and help with bacteria. Vitamin A has been shown to help with viruses. Um, you know, you've got zinc is one that they recommend yeah. in early uh, yeah. prevention and help uh, is huge because zinc helps a lot with um, immunity. Uh, really one way to tell whether or not you need zinc or not is if you throw zinc in your mouth and it tastes metallic, you've got enough. And if you throw zinc in your mouth and it doesn't, then you don't have enough. Like, and so, and oh, I, don't, I didn't know that and trick. I don't, I don't know one, okay, someone stop. for like 18 years that's been able to like Time taste out. Out Okay, all. that's really interesting. Okay, so your wife taught me how to swallow pills right. recently. I, right. I didn't oh, know that. Oh, you saw her story on that. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that's... I, like I'm here's me swallowing pills in my supplements one at a time. Right. One at a time. Like yeah, put it in my mouth. like 30 at a time. Yeah. Yeah. She could put a whole handful in there. I, I never knew that that was even, that it would yeah. even work. To, it never occurred to me that I could put a whole handful of pills yeah. all at the same time. And um, so, yeah, I just learned that. But okay. So if my zinc is tasting metallic, then I've had enough. Right. And if it's not, then I need more. Right. You just lay it on your tongue before you swallow it. Uh-huh. It'll taste really bad, like really metallic. Well, that's normally your body saying, hey, we've got plenty. Uh, okay. And it'll let you know. Like your body's not dumb. That's what we've been literally tried. They've tried to program yes. everyone, especially for the last couple of years. But, you know, for the last 40 years, easily, um, they've tried to program people that your body is dumb. 
and that you need all these external things to help your body work right instead of um, medications. Right, right. Anything like even supplements. I mean, like supplements are great, but you shouldn't have to take them. That's why they're called supplements. You know, eating right, doing your things, moving around, you know, handling your stress, having good community, breathing good air, sleeping well, like all those things. Getting adjusted. Right. Again, you shouldn't need that. I that love is awesome. Get, I love getting adjusted. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. You know, shameless plug, chiropractic works, but um, you shouldn't need to go get it all the time. Yeah. Like if you're the person's like, oh man, if I don't get adjusted, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not normal. Like the body wasn't designed to like, oh, well, we need to, you know, create these humans on the, and then on the eighth day, we're going to create chiropractors to make sure that they work right. That's not a thing. <laughs> Same with vitamin C or anything else. Oh, thank God these guys figured out how to split up an apple uh, and create all of these separate vitamins so that we can keep them healthy. And God's like, I put apples in the garden. Apple a day gives yeah, the doctor just, away. Just Remember eat that. Good food, you know, and be balanced on it and don't stress out. But we, you know, added sugar into our culture and stress. And those two S's have uh, messed up more things than anything else for sure. I am guilty of too much sugar. Uh, of course, it's all relative. I, I, you know, it's like. That's what everyone says when they eat too much. Yeah, yeah. It's all relative. It's, it's fine. like, ah. <laughs> Too much compared to some people, you know. But I, I know that I'm guilty. I, I know that I, I eat more sugar than I should How? because I shouldn't have any of it, actually. My husband is better about no sugar. My mom's better about no sugar. My brother is the best in the family of no sugar. He's been totally had no sugar for four years now. So that's amazing. I, my dad and I are the worst. You know, my dad, he's like, you know, he he buys me donuts and Oreos and things that he he's should not be doing. Guy. He yeah. is. He's a big treats guy. And so I have a hard time saying no. But I am getting, I have an accountability partner. And starting Wednesday, she and I are going to be working together to cut sugar out completely. Cause, awesome. Because uh, I know so I feel guilty about it. I feel guilty anytime I have a donut because well, I'm, because a, I'm not about people feeling it's guilty. Right. It's no, just I, all about I know it's not, not having right. enough. I know it's not yeah, right. Like I, mean, I, it's not the best choice. Let's say it that way. It it isn't. It's a bad choice. Right. It really is. And just the way that I choose to not have stress, I need to choose to not have sugar because if I eat a donut, then that is instead of eating a healthy breakfast. You know, right? It's not. It's You're like taking out good and adding in bad. At the same I'm time. taking out good and adding in bad. Exactly. Right. But I have a new accountability partner on Wednesday, so that's I'm awesome. excited. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna make it fun, a fun way to cut out sugar in my life. Um, okay, so back to the topic of vaccinations, mm-hmm. and and I I mean I just what is going on. How do people make decisions of whether to get? Because you have people on both sides of uh, the spectrum. Verse, uh, they could be liberal or conservative, and right. it, you know, and decide to get a vaccine or not based on right. the science that they're looking at. But they're looking at different scientists than I'm looking at. So I don't know what's happening here. Right. So. You and I are on the same page as this. I I do want to caution people from getting the vaccine. I don't have the power to tell people don't get it. But if I did, I want to tell people don't get the vaccine. From my personal experience, from the people that I've seen and known that get it, their health declines immediately after they get the vaccine. I don't trust it. It's not approved. I don't trust the vaccine. So that's just me. But I don't have any... Uh, you know, I don't have the same sort of scientific doctor filter that you have to right. even back up that opinion. I just my gut says don't do it. 
you know, I don't, I don't trust it. It's not approved. And to me, it's just poison. So I don't trust it, but I can't back that up, but I would love to, I would love, I would love to help people. I would love to help people not get it because after people get it and their health declines immediately, then what? It's too late. They can't take it back. They can't get that out of their system once they put it in. Well, I don't want to help people do either either one. Uh, I just want to help people to understand that their body's made perfectly and figure out how to make decisions that are informed. Okay. So my thing is, I'm like, hey, if someone is just convinced that, um, you know, this uh, Johnson & Johnson shot is going to be the thing that's going to save their life, and then they've been um, convinced that these shots are also not only going to save their life, it's going to save the life of everyone that they're in contact with, and this is what they think is going to do their thing, and this is what they need to do, go for it. And you have the right to do that. And you can do whatever you want. You can make whatever decision. But on the other but side But once you that, do it, you can't undo it. Yeah, you can't undo the you changes. You can't undo it. It goes in your body. That's that's right. in there forever. Well, and that's something that once people need there, to understand. Once it's in there, it's in there. You can't undo <laughs> Well, people need to really know the difference between natural and artificial immunity, period. I mean, like, when yes. you're looking at vaccinating, period, it's not really a it – is, it has become this this year. It has become a thing of, like – well, are you going to get the vaccine or are you not going to get the vaccine? And are you a vaccinator or an, you know, an anti-vaxxer or uh, like all of these things? It's yes. literally created a these camps. Mm-hmm. You know, it's created all these mm-hmm. segmented cultures. You know, before it's like, oh, you're a woman, you're a guy, you're black, you're white, you're Hispanic, you're Latin, you're this. Oh, now you're a vaxxer, non-vaxxer. And now we've got all these multiple exactly. camps. Exactly. And it's segregation. It's like you're segregating exactly. all these yes. people out. It's crazy. But um, the main thing should come back to no matter what, of um, whether or not someone wants natural immunity or artificial immunity, period. I mean, and it's just the, the foundation of the whole deal, right? Okay, that's even good. If, even if the vaccine worked uh, for what they say it does. This one, the, even the manufacturers have said that it doesn't prevent or cure COVID. This is what the manufacturers of the shots have come out and said early on. That's why there's risks, uh, giant, you know, um, warning signs on the website. Yeah. When you go look it up, it says, hey, this is going to cause clotting disorders. It could cause uh, miscarriages, whatever, whatever. Uh, because there's just been no studies. Like these, this is this, the current group of people getting vaccinated are the study. And so all the things happening, they're like, oh, well, we shouldn't have done it in that person. I mean, this is kind of where we're at. Yes. But when you go back to studying and looking at whether you get natural versus artificial immunity, that is the question. Like Natural it's not, versus artificial immunity. Yeah. Like that a, a is natural the immunity is us sitting here across from each other. Right. Or, or let's say that, um, you know, I take Cindy to the movies and we go sit in the movie theater and we're touching chairs. We've got popcorn. We're sitting next to each other. And then some guy walks in behind us and coughs all over the, the top of us. He's in the row behind us. He's like hacking and coughing. And this is natural <laughs> immunity. He coughs whatever. Like, let's say, like, you know, whatever he has, he's coughing it and he's spreading stuff out around him, right? This, yeah. this is normal. Germs, virus. Right. Well, in natural immunity, you come in contact with this. Your body has tons of layers of defense, right? You have the hairs in your nose. You've got mucous membranes. You've got your yes. T-helper cells. You've got your cytotoxic, you know, killer cells. You've got uh, the mucous membrane in your gut, in your lungs. You've got all this stuff. Uh, you've got your lymphatics. You've got so many different things like rings of a castle, really, right? Yeah. To protect your body. So that even if we are in that theater and we get sick from whatever this guy coughed on us, it's way less and way weaker than it would have been if we had gotten it without all of the defenses that our body has, right? So the other thing about natural immunity is you're coming in contact with one thing. Like that guy doesn't cough 11 strains of COVID on me. Or uh, measles, mumps, rubella. Like he doesn't cough 
all of these different diseases on us at one time. He's sick with one thing. He's sick with COVID or the flu or uh, he's sick with RSV or, Mm. yeah, the cold or whatever, whatever his thing is, right? And so um, he's literally sick with one thing and he coughs that thing at you and your body can come in contact with that, recognize that, develop immunity to it one thing at a time, right? That's a good point. It's one, one, um, you know, one attack. And so then the other side of natural immunity is once you catch it and once you develop immunity, you will always have lifetime immunity to that thing. Now, it doesn't mean you'll never get sick again, even though for COVID, Dr. McCullough, you know, back to him again, uh, and I'm going to keep referencing him. He talks about very strongly that just like chickenpox, if you naturally catch COVID-19, you cannot get COVID-19 again. And people are going to comment on the Facebook page. That's not true. I've gotten it three times or that's not true. I had it before and got the vaccine and then I had it again, blah, blah, blah. They're going to say it. And what he would tell you is that you had a false positive on the test. He said that, hey, they've done studies on this. They've they've studied the virus. And if you get, when you get it, not if you get, when you get it, when you come in contact with it and you develop immunity, you have lifetime immunity to all strains, to everything. Like take, you know, chickenpox, for example, there are 17 strains of chickenpox. Well, when we used to catch it as kids, mm-hmm. we were joking about pox parties earlier yeah, on and hanging we out. Yeah. Well, when you caught it as a kid, you got immunity to all 17 strains at one time. Exactly. But then they came out with a chickenpox uh, vaccine, and there's only vaccines for three strains of chickenpox. So even if you get vaccinated for it, you are still susceptible to 14 different strains of chickenpox because artificial immunity does not transfer lifetime immunity, which is why... You're going to wow. have boosters while you have multiple shots, which is why now they already have a third shot booster that's coming out for COVID. They'll have 20 boosters. I mean, because like it's, you said, it's yeah. not going to go anywhere. It's going to mutate and it's going to change uh, or they're going to change it and there's going to be boosters on and on and on. So, and I, I, do, I do feel confident that I'm good to not get it. I had it last October and I got through it, and and I do. I feel confident that I'm not going to get it in, again. And so, based on well, what the doctor what the said, I don't, shows, I don't need. Right. That's what the science shows, and I, I'm not going to have to worry about it. So I feel confident. Which about one of that. the one of the hard parts about now? I say that that's what the science shows, and then someone on here is going to go, "Well, that's not what my science shows." You know, exactly. That's not my thing. You know, in the in all my 18 years in practice, um, up until the last two years. It was literally when we, you know, as medical professionals or even talking to people in the public or a patient, if they said, hey, you know, driving a blue car, um, you know, increases your bicep strength. And you're like, okay, show me a study on that. And they would produce a study or not in this instance, or, you know, eating broccoli makes you shorter. Okay, show me a study on that. And they would bring a study. And then I would say, well, here's a study I'll show you that broccoli actually increases growth hormone because of reducing inflammation, blah, 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 whatever. And you compare studies, you know, like. If another medical yes, professional says, right. no, vaccinations save lives, I go, great, show me your study that shows that. And I'll show you the study that shows reactions and that that's not true, whatever. Well, uh, in the last couple of years, they've done a uh, fantabulous job at uh, making research and science um, irrelevant almost. I mean, or, yes. or um, you know, there's grades of it again. You know, like, it's all my truth. And if you're a scientist didn't come up with a result that I liked, then that science was bad. Even though, again, using Dr. McCullough as an example, I mean, go look this guy up. He is the top medical doctor in the world, 
And he's not an anti-anything guy. He's literally a, a straight-up medical doctor, been in the medical system for over 30 years, and he's saying, hey, here's four things that help to treat and work every time on COVID. And he implores people, begs people not to get the vaccines, and he's getting sued by Baylor Hospital for saying that because he's worked at their place and they're suing him to make sure that he never says their name because he's just telling people not to get it because they don't need the vaccine if they've already had COVID. So it's like you know we're what? in this really weird. This is really the, weird, yeah. and it's really weird too. I mean, I feel so badly for all of the it's medical. Like Salem witch trials again. It is like Salem witch trials again, and for all of the people that the nurses and doctors like him that could be the most the most world renowned doctor, but if he doesn't have the COVID vaccine, then he can't work at our hospital now. Right? Yeah, it's a thing. And, and no even, one's immune to this. And no. then even if our governor says. No, he can. Then the hospital saying no, he can't. I mean, what? Right. I mean, never in, in the history of my life, at least, and my, my no, parents the, have said of the world. No, in, in their life, have, I know my grandma says this where, too. Yeah, yeah, you've got a judge in Dallas that will defy the governor's orders and go against it, and then they have to get the Texas Supreme Court to overrule to let kids go to Dallas schools unmasked. Like it, it, it's the craziest thing. Instead of it's the craziest. Thing. Instead of governing, you know, people and trusting your your populace to govern themselves and understand when their body needs extra support, when they need to stay home, like the things we've done forever. Always. Forever. forever with forever. every disease. Right. And that's one thing that my grandma keeps telling me is, if I get this, I'll get better. I've gotten better from everything right. else. You right. know, if I, like it's okay. And your grandma literally is like the sweetest, nicest person on earth. Like yeah, she's she, the happiest human. She around. is. Yes. And she's not afraid of being sick, even though she's that old. And people have. And she's not afraid of dying. She's not afraid of dying, of course. But yeah, so many people are. So many people are. But. Uh, or, or some people are actually not afraid of dying necessarily. I think they are, but they'll say that they aren't. But they are afraid of being sick. They don't want to be sick, or they don't want to be put on a ventilator. And it's just like, so okay. So say no. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, there's yeah, there's all this. But, uh, but I think this is a fantastic thing to talk about because here we are. The kids are all going back to school, and we're back at people requiring masks right. again. Right. All over again. W- why? Uh, you know, I talked to um, a pastor at our church about this. I interviewed him on my Instagram because once they came out with the studies that showed the CDC themselves that masks were ineffective uh, to COVID-19 uh, and that people needed to wear three masks or four masks or whatever it was at the time, um, you know, at the end of the fall. And they came out with this and I was like, great, because I'm a real black and white, you know, a research guy. I'm like, great, there you go. Like, here's the here's the thing. It says right there. That it doesn't work, it's ineffective. Yeah, it says and on no the- one took them off, no and ever, th- everybody stayed like masked up. All the you know, we were I was in Houston teaching at a conference down there, uh, weekend before last, and we went in to get um, drinks at this little cafe. We were going to go get um, like smoothies at this cafe, and there was a sign on the door that said "mask required." I'm like, okay, we're in we're in San Antonio, like we're just right here. And this is like not even two weeks ago. And they refused a service and kicked us out because we wouldn't put a mask on. I'm like, but like, because they don't care. Because it's because, you know, the thing that we talked about with Pastor Les was, you know, I asked him that. I said, hey, I said, what is this that they're doing? And he said, hey, he goes, I have 
tons of empathy and tons of heart for people who feel that they need to wear one all the time and do all this stuff where they need to get vaccinated because they're, you know, helping all these people because he talked about the savior complex that these mm. people have really just um, taken up because you had this whole group, the whole world really, but this whole generation uh, that was put at home, uh, taken out of work. Uh, so no purpose, no job, no do anything. You're sitting at home, you know, holding your mindless device, looking at all of the things, reading all of the scary yeah. things, reading all of the smut, all the things. And then in the middle of all that, you have nothing that you can do. You're totally helpless, totally stressed out, you know, e eating cookies all day long, whatever it was. And then they're like, but dude, all you have to do is stay away from people, wear a mask, and you're saving lives. And they're like, I can save lives? Yeah, now you're mask. a hero. Now yeah. you're a hero. Yeah. Yeah, now you're a hero, and there's a hero complex, the savior complex, where mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. dude, I am putting on my mask because I am literally Superman outside when that it doesn't do anything. Like, it doesn't physically do... Now, it doesn't prevent for that. It does a few things. Let's say it keeps you from blowing snot on somebody, obviously. But it does not prevent you from contracting or giving someone COVID. They've shown this. Uh, the only um, mass amount of studies that they actually have out there, there were seven studies done, um, and Dill Bigtree has these in a podcast on the high wire. And he had a scientist on there, and the scientist said, like, there's only been seven actual studies, uh, you know, peer-reviewed, um, blind uh, control studies that have tested um, masks and their ability to prevent viruses. And none of them said that it was even remotely um, uh, beneficial at all. But none of those studies are really used. So people feel like they are making a difference. I mean, to the point where, you know, our daughter is a competitive gymnast, right? She's only 10 years old. Like, she's a competitive gymnast. She has been for several years. And at her gym, there's a little girl that um, comes in and wears her mask. And, you know, our daughter goes, hey, you know, there's no mandate anymore. Why are you wearing that? And she literally says, because this is this is now the problem, I'm just used to it now and I like it. I, you know, it's just, it'll, maybe it'll help somebody. You know what? And we're like, no, but I had, this is the I had problem. a client come in that was a 12-year-old wearing her mask. And I told her... You you could take your mask off. It's okay. You know, I'm I'm immune. I've already had COVID. Yeah, yeah I don't I'm, need it. I'm good. I don't need it. And I'm healthy. And you're healthy. So it's okay. We can just have our session. You can take your mask off. And she goes, oh, well, it's okay. I'm more comfortable with it on. And then later, not in that session, in another session, I ask her about what makes you, what are you trying to cover up by wearing a mask? And she goes, well, I have acne. <laughs> and you're like, Okay. So that not, yeah. finally got the truth out of her. Right. Yeah, she she. I think the mask was creating the acne. Number one, because right. of dirt. But she was just hiding behind it. Yeah. But she was hiding behind it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it really has just become. I'm, I'm not going to say a flag to wave per se, but it's just become a routine thing that people think. Um, you know, like they compare it to seatbelt. Um, well, that's not the same thing. Like, not at all. Yeah, seatbelts have been shown to save lives. Uh, yeah. Masks have never been shown to save lives, you know, but um, yeah, they really think that they're changing lives. And again, if they feel like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a smallish thing, they think, um, even though it has huge ramifications as far as freedoms go, that's where the big divide is. Like people get yeah. so, you know, offended, really. It's this whole spirit of offense yes. of either side. Yeah. Like, well, I'm super offended that you won't wear this ineffective thing. And they're like, well, I'm super offended that you do and that you're trying to make me wear it. 
uh, instead of going, hey, if you want to wear it and that makes you feel safer, rock it. Yeah, I, I'm not it. offended about people wearing a mask. I'm not offended if people if people get shots. If they want to yeah. get the vaccine, go for it. My brother and his wife got the vaccine. Their kids got the vaccine. You know, I work with people here that got the vaccine. I, I have no problem if you want to get the vaccine. Right. But I do want to tell you that I think it's a risk, but my opinion doesn't matter because if it makes you feel more safe and if you want to do it, you know, go for it. Same thing with the mask. Right. But Just have conformed consent and know that every that, choice has repercussions. It does. You can't undo. I mean, ooh, you can undo if you take vitamin C and it doesn't work. Mm. You can't undo if there's major reactions. You know, I had a family member, she's yeah. younger. Um, you know, had the shot and had a uh, brain bleed for two weeks. So, mm. I mean, you know, and she's like 35 years old, you know, so, um, there's, oh there's, how, how is she now? Uh, I mean, she's quote unquote fine. Uh, but she can't take that out of her body. Right. And we, you know, have no idea what yeah. bleeds on later on. I mean, who knows? So uh. there's just so many things to think about. Uh, and there's so many things that they have not worked out with the vaccine. If it had been, studied forever, you know, I still wouldn't be the one in the camp going, oh man, we should totally do this. Um, but it hasn't, there's no studies. Like right. there, there hasn't been any studies to be able to show effectiveness or safety, you know, on any of those things. So I have been, know the risk. well, you know, I was telling you on my profile picture, it says my body, my choice, which people are like, so now do you believe that the same, why isn't the same logic about abortion? Right. And I'm like, because the baby's not my body. The baby's another body, another right. person. I'm making a choice that literally affects the life of another human, right? Yeah. In that, in that scenario. Right? And, and I don't understand how people think that it's anywhere the same. It's not even the same conversation. It's like those are two completely different scenarios. Right. But when has it ever been, ever, that I'm responsible for your health? I don't understand that at all. Well, I think it's always been common decency. Hey, if I'm sick... With whatever, I'm not going to come over to your party, or and I'm not no. going to I'm not going to go. Hey, come hang out in the house with me while I, you know, sneeze and cough all over you, or I have some you know stomach bug. Like you're not going to do that. No, that's common courtesy. Common courtesy, not yes. responsibility. Not responsibility. But on the other hand, I can't make you do or not do anything. I don't understand. And plus, the right. whole thing used to be all about medical privacy. I was thinking about right. how much. Uh, Oh my goodness! How much was what a big deal it was made? What was the what was the HIPAA. law? Yeah, yeah, HIPAA right. about uh, with AIDS and everything. You know that everybody should be able to have privacy to their medical records and things like this. And it's like, well, what about that? You know, because now everybody's going to have to show their vaccine cards or not. I don't know what's going on, but I know it's I'm crazy. not upset about it. Uh, <laughs> things are different, and I'm not mad about it. It's okay, but we're going to get through it together. Uh, thanks, Dr. Jim Bob. We will be right back after the break to continue the conversation. Stick with us. From Burleson to Venus and Grandview to Godley, this is the voice of Johnson County. Joko Community Radio. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Biden will speak to the nation later this hour on the situation in Afghanistan. His earlier claims and predictions about Afghanistan's security forces and the Taliban have fallen short. 
White House correspondent Greg Clunkston reports. In April, the president promised a responsible and safe U.S. military withdrawal from Afghanistan. Will not conduct a hasty rush to the exit. Last month, Mr. Biden claimed that the Taliban was no match for Afghan security forces. Who is better trained, better equipped. And he downplayed a possible Taliban takeover. But the likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Those statements stand in sharp contrast to the Taliban seizing control of Afghanistan over the weekend. Greg Clugston, Washington. During a Salem Radio Network interview, Republican Senator Joni Ernst says she's spoken with military personnel who served in Afghanistan. These wonderful Iowa Army National Guardsmen, most of them had served in Afghanistan, some of them multiple tours in Afghanistan. And over and over again, they asked me, what was it for? We're back to square one. What was my sacrifice for? Iowa Republican Senator Joni Ernst. The Russian embassy in Kabul has alleged that Afghan President Ashraf Ghani fled from Kabul with four cars and a helicopter stuffed with cash. Ghani left Kabul on Sunday as the Taliban swept into the Afghan capital. Also at townhall.com, the search for survivors and the dead in collapsed buildings following that powerful earthquake over the weekend continues in Haiti. Officials have raised the death toll from Saturday's earthquake to at least 1,297. On Wall Street, the Dow had 31 points, but the Nasdaq is down 55. More at townhall.com. Let's be out of that carpet giving you the blues. Tired of your old dingy and broken tile? Let my friends at the floor store in Cleburne, Texas give your home the makeover it deserves. This is old Taco Joe coming to you for the floor store. Whether it's carpet, tile, wood flooring, or real wood laminate, the floor store can cover all of your flooring needs. Located at 405 West Henderson Street in Cleburne, Texas, owner Brent Harris can help. Shower tile, tub surrounds, even backsplashes. Give him a call today at 817-641-9444. The floor store, they've got you covered. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1820. 855-325-1820. That's 855-325-1820. When you're hungry for tender brisket or some delicious homemade cobbler, then look no further than Leach Brothers Barbecue, located at 1106 East Henderson, Cleburne, Texas. Leach Brothers has been family-owned and operated since 1950. Take it from me, Taco Joe Orwinski. Todd and his family have been filling my belly breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a long time. Heck, I even have my own booth. Open Monday through Saturday, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Come see them for dine-in, carry-out, and all your catering needs. You're listening to Joko Community Radio. Welcome back to The Her Show. That's Home Experience Radio with your host, Trina Tadis Lozano, pastoral counselor and ordained Christian minister. 
She's here to give you advice and answer your questions about life, love, and other mysteries. Call our studio line now at 817-637-2585. Now, here's Trina. Hello, everybody. And I'm here in the studio with Dr. Jim Bob Haggerton, and we are talking about your health today. Pajoko Community Radio is the voice of Johnson County, Texas, and we are live 365 on the TuneIn Radio Network. To listen, simply go to tuneinjoko.com, where you can download the free app or listen live right there. We are also streaming simultaneously on Spreaker.com with select shows streaming to Facebook. So all of our shows can also be found on any of your favorite podcast platforms. So check out our lineup on our Facebook event calendar or on our website. Thank you for tuning in. This episode and more brought to you by Next Level Claims making your insurance work for you. Next level claims. And if you'd like to join the conversation today about your health, a one seven six three seven twenty five eighty five. That is the line here in the studio. A one seven six three seven twenty five eighty five. We'd be happy to give you advice about your health. And uh, maybe the decision-making that you are in the process of, but we are talking about the vaccination, COVID, and all of these things, because these things affect our lives. It's not just in the news. Right. It's in our homes. It's in our own in our own health, and it's affecting our relationships. So we want to talk about it. If you want to talk about it, join the conversation. Give us a call right here in the studio, 817-637-2585. So, Dr. Jim Bob, how is everybody at your household? Uh, I believe probably right now they're exhausted coming home from school. <laughs> they're all great, though. Everybody started back to school, and they're doing good. Did you have anybody, any family members with COVID? Um, one of our kiddos got it last spring, early on. Uh, I've had it. Cindy's had it. Um, and then uh, that's pretty much it in our you know, direct you know, uh, yep. inner circle. Yeah. What about your parents? Nope, neither of them have had it. Okay. Yeah, they've stayed really healthy and done really good, which... You know, even talking about that, like one of the things to keep in mind is uh, one of the big studies that came out was over 70% of the population is immune to it, period. We'll never get it. Like they will get exposed to it and develop immunity, but will never actually exhibit massive symptoms. Yes. So that's a whole thing. So I a lot of that- people are sitting there going, oh my gosh, I'm just a ticking time bomb and everybody else has got it. And I haven't had anything. Yeah. Maybe Is that good or not good or... Well, you're probably one of the ones that just had a, a you know uh, asymptomatic you know yeah carrying not gonna get it got it you developed immunity it was fine right yeah and uh, Dr. McCullough talks a lot about that when he goes through his talks about how you cannot spread COVID asymptomatically like the only way you can right. spread it is if you have if congestion you're and if you're, you're actually sick, sick. Right. exactly right. if you're so, sick my just to put people at ease I think my husband is one of those what you were just talking about because. I had it and we were sleeping together and I was like, honey, do you want me to isolate? He's like, no, Right. <laughs> I wasn't really that sick. So we were, we were, you know, still sleeping together and just doing our normal thing. And he was never got it. Right. He never got it, which I got it from our son, our younger son right. who had it last year. And then, and then my husband never got it. And right. so he was, his brothers were concerned. And that's normal. And that's normal. We're concerned because he was going to go see his mom. And they're like, well, Trina has COVID. Maybe you'll be a carrier, whatever. But he's like, but I'm not sick. So, and he never did get sick. So, right. Which this whole last year and a half has created so much doubt in people about that. Like, oh, I've been around somebody. I'm probably this, like, you know, walking viral carrier contagion. Uh, and that's just not true all the time. Like you know? a germ jumped from them to me. And then now right. it's going to jump from me to someone else. And right. if we're. Right. I, I'm a logical thinker. So it really, 
is impossible for me to wrap my head around the absence of logic. Right. So even when we're traveling on an airplane, it's like <laughs> they make a social distance in the airport and you get in the airplane and you're crammed in there like sardines. It's like, right. this is so stupid. Right. There's just a double standard everywhere we go and it drives me crazy. Uh, and of course, you know, you're, you're breathing the same air, you're sharing the same toilet, but yet we have to wear masks that don't work. Right. And, Anyway, but it is. It's a crazy time to live in. It is. But I'm not mad about it. You know, I'm not mad about it. I know that, that God has a plan and I just want to be part of his plan. But I did want to help educate people today. If there's anything that, that you could say or do to help educate people today, what else What else could you tell people that would just help educate them? Because I know people are in the decision-making process and right. they just want to make a good decision of whether to get vaccinated or not. Well, you know, one thing I would tell people that are considering whether to vaccinate or not is to look at what the vaccines were studied for. Uh, there's only a few groups that the vaccines were actually studied on before they were put forward in an emergency order uh, by President Trump. And um, if if you are outside of those groups uh, and you your group, your demographic was not studied, that means they have absolutely zero information on what that shot's going to do to you because they've never studied it. And it's actually a thing that um, is unethical medically for them to be able to give the vaccine or recommend the vaccine to people that it's never even been studied on. Pregnant moms, um, you know, uh, women of fertile uh, age range anyway, young kids, mm -hmm. people who have already had COVID. Uh, yeah. They're not even studied in any of the studies. All of those people were taken out of the study. And so they had no idea when they first started doing all this, what would happen. And, you know, then we've seen a lot of the reactions we have. So, you know, that's one thing I'd say is like really look at, um, you know, what demographic you're in. Um, if you are over the age of 50, obviously the risk of COVID is higher. Um, the risk is more than 1%, um, which, you know, is high-ish for a disease. So if you're over the age of 50, it's like, okay. Uh, you think through it and go, all right, do I need to um, you know, boost my body up more? Do I need to make sure I'm doing stuff? Do I need to cut back on some of the things that are going to decrease my immunity? Do I need to sleep more? Do I need to move more? All of those different things, you know, uh, looking at that. But also, too, um, looking at the question of what the shot itself, and this goes for any medical procedure. I mean, is the thing that I'm wanting to do actually designed and directed to fix the thing that I'm wanting to use it for? Like this knee surgery. Am I going to have knee surgery is that going to fix my knee injury? Okay, if it is, rock it. It's a, it's a, you know, it's something that would actually help. It's helpful. It's helpful. Sure. Go for Makes it. Sense. You know, makes sense. Um, hey, I had a heart attack. This thing is going to fix this uh, valve in my heart, which could reduce the likelihood of me having another heart attack. Okay, it's proven. It's done. They've done this procedure multiple right. times. It's actually worked. No brainer. On thousands of people. Go for it. No brainer. You know, uh, yeah. get after it. Or hey, I want to do a medication, and I have really high blood pressure. I have genetic, you know, variants for high blood pressure. I've got family that's had history of stroke and you want to do blood pressure meds and you look at all those things and there's dots that connect, go for it. Like, you know, use informed consent. That's what this is. But when you look at a thing and you say, hey, I want to I want to take a vaccine that's been produced that the manufacturers have said doesn't prevent COVID, doesn't kill COVID, doesn't cure COVID, doesn't um, prevent you from getting it at all and actually creates a situation where you are now a super spreader. This came out, you know, right. a, while, a while ago. You're you're the one spreading it yeah. once you get it, and then you have the you know the whole thing of transmitting you know spike proteins and all that kind of stuff. Um, like you just need to know what you're doing it for. Hey, I'm doing it because I want to uh, possibly 
prevent someone else from getting it because I feel like this shot may potentially help maybe possibly this other person that I'm around. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't agree with it, but if that's a belief system and that's what you're doing, okay. But, but just, you want to go with apples to apples. Like don't say I'm getting mm -hmm. the vaccine to prevent me from getting COVID. Well, that's not what it does. It's not even a true vaccine. There is no COVID in it. Like to create an antibody right. response for right. COVID, right? So it's like, you know, you have to know what you're doing with it and why you're doing it. And if that doesn't add up, I'm real big like, hey, if one plus one doesn't equal two, then there's a problem. And so mm -hmm. if one plus one equals five, there's an issue on that, you know? So yes. we need to look at why. But um, And that's what I'm super against. I'm against ignorance. I'm not against vaccinating or medicating or surgery or nothing. I'm like, I'm all for using things in their proper place when they are needed, when they're necessary to be able to save lives and to be able to make a person better. Absolutely. When, when that can't logically happen or when that's not what the um, you know, procedure is even made for, uh, you know, then then I'm 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 not about, you know, blind obedience just for the sake of saying I did something. I'm all about um, you know, people being educated and not being ignorant. Right? Oh. Like we talked yeah. about this a lot yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like there's there's ignorance is just I didn't know. Like that's really that's it. Like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that it was artificial immunity and that a vaccine did not give you lifetime immunity or in this case, immunity at all. Like, I didn't know that. Okay, well, now you know. And now you're no longer uh, ignorant, and you can go look it up and research stuff and everything else. Um, and that's what I tell people, too. I mean, where you're getting information really matters. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you yeah. can't ever watch your, you know, favorite talk show host person or anything else or any of those things. It just means you need to kind of broaden your base of information that you're gathering. Yes. So that you have a bunch of different views to look at and go, oh, well, they say this, but this guy over here is saying this and you know, who do I trust and what do I look at kind of thing? Dr. Jim Bob.com D O C T O R J I M B O B.com. Dr. Jim Bob.com spell out the word doctor, Dr. Jim Bob.com. And he's got a lot of information on his website and uh, there is an opportunity for you to take some online courses there to educate yourself about your health because God has made your body to heal yes. itself. To You have an immune system. There are things that you can do. Uh, also, truth for, truthforhealth.org yes. is another website that we've talked about today, truthforhealth.org. And Dr. Lozano is one of the frontline doctors. Have mm -hmm. you heard of her? Yes. Yvette Lozano? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I haven't met her personally, but I'm pretty sure we related somehow. Well, you would think so. <laughs> I, I wanted, I want, I'm very proud of her and the work that yes. she's done. Out of her office, same too, using hydroxychloroquine to help right. and to treat a lot of people with COVID. And it's been very successful. So that's Well, and how crazy is it that you can go to you know, frontlinemds.com, uh, you can fill out your symptoms. Hey, I have this, 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 this. And a doctor will call you uh, within an hour or two, uh, can talk to you on the phone and can get you prescriptions for the things that you need that they've shown that actually work. But exactly. then you go to a doctor and they won't even see you for it and they won't prescribe it and they won't help you. I don't understand. You know, I, I don't, you know... Um, it, it is it is really backwards. We're in a backwards, you know. We are. And, uh, Alice and in Wonderland world. It kind is. Of thing. Yeah. But I I have peace about it because I know that that scripture is fulfilling itself. Right. I understand that. When I read about the last days and what's going to happen, I see that scripture is, is fulfilling itself. So it doesn't bring me a lack of peace, but it just does make you scratch your head, go like, where? what is happening? Right. You're just like in bizarro world that nothing makes sense. Right. And what bothers me the most is, is where people are so hell-bent 
to stick with their judgment that they will force you to comply with what they have right. decided, with the judgment that they have made. Right. And um, that that is, you know, it's it's upsetting. It really is, especially as Americans. I, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like to see the, the loss right. of freedom. It's a scary, it's a scary situation. It yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It is. But I don't know the solution to it right now. Because other than to vote, which I voted, other to use our voice, what else is the solution? What else can we do if we don't have the authority to well, fix it or change yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think it just comes down to personal responsibility in each home. Like it's on us to keep our families healthy, to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do, to make sure we are handling fear and stress and uh, yeah. good nutrition, all the things in our own homes, uh, and then let that spread, you know, and get around communities of people that agree with you and actually speak up. I mean, like, you know, social media, we've talked about this already on the show, is literally the worst thing um, that has happened to relationships and communication yeah. as, you know, as humans in the history of, of mankind. But it's literally created a scenario where people who I know who are very educated and very well-versed and won't say anything about the things that they believe or know because they are afraid of backlash. They're afraid of canceling canceling them or Uh deleting their accounts. And, you know, a lot of these people depend on these accounts and have gotten sucked into these accounts for business or for their livelihood or whatever the case may be, right? So um, you've got these scenarios where um, a lot of people – um, I mean, take voting. Like, like, let's just take voting. I mean, if we're we're looking at the church as a as a conservative organization, right? Yes. The Christian church, the yeah. Christian group, is mm-hmm. a conservative organization. I mean, I think I think Sean Foyt talked about it yes. at one of the events I was at. He said that when he went in to run for office in uh, in California, his platform was he was going to get the church to vote, and the the guys that were the the experts, you know, running yeah. people there, laughed at him, and they were like, "The church doesn't vote." And he's like, what are you talking about? And they said that out of all the evangelicals, there's less than 20% of the entire church, or it's like 30% yeah. votes at all, Yeah. like period. So you say that, like, maybe I should just go vote. Yes, like everyone well, should if you're going to use that should. as a and, free thing. And, like, I, and, I, and I Especially locally. That. I tell especially that. locally. Especially locally. Be and, and don't be think, don't think yeah, that you're don't not qualified. Ignorant. Don't think that you're not qualified because you're qualified to be on the school board. You're qualified, right. Jim Bob, to be a mayor, to be a representative, to be. Right. I mean, I think too many of us think, oh, I didn't go to law school, I'm not qualified, right? Something like that. But no, you're a person, right? <laughs> you know, if yeah, you you're care, a human being. Yes, exactly. Right. And uh, one of our good, I was talking about Dr. Jack Hurd, that was so influential in my own life, and his firstborn, his daughter Carla Sands, vote for. Carla is voting for Senate in in Pennsylvania. Wow, that's awesome. Now I'm going, is it Senate or Congress? Anyway, she's voting, she's she's running for for office. Uh, yeah. For office in in Pennsylvania. And so this is exciting. We need to, I guess, run for office if we can, but at the very least go vote. But I or do just not be silent. Not be silent. That's why I put that on my profile picture. I was like, well, you know, like, you know I, the, I don't want to be silent. When all of the things happened last year around all of the, you know, uh, race issues and the divide on that, silence was violence. That was like the big thing. The hashtag was silence is violence, like all year long. But then now um, they're trying to make people be silent about questioning mandates. Like, oh, well, you know, hey, like all these, all these parents showing up at school board meetings all oh, in the Northwest and all, you know, up North. And, you know, having, um, uh, you know, having all these 
these meetings out there to literally show people that they don't agree and that they don't want to comply to this stuff and they want to squash that. Like, that's terrible. Like, but they, like you said, it's the double standard. It's a double standard. Right. I'm, I'm all about resolving conflict. Yeah. I, I don't like conflict. I help people resolve conflict. I, like conflict. I, help, I help families re- re- resolve conflict. And so I actually, I try hard to, to not be in the middle of conflict. I, I mediate conflict every week in my office between people who are having conflict and I act, act as a mediator. However, it is very, it's very important to not be afraid of conflict, right. to not be afraid of rejection, to not be afraid of speaking up because it's not going to be the popular opinion uh, to right. to even question vaccines, to even yeah, or yeah. to question anything uh, right now, to question mandates. You know, like right. you say, and I I just said, really, in America today, whether you want to get the vaccine or you don't want to get the vaccine, you. Everybody should believe in the right to choose whether you do it or not. Right. Right? Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the very least. I mean, it, it, it's no different than going to Walmart to buy dinner. And you walk up to the counter and you're checking out and you have a pizza and broccoli. And the girl at the front goes, what are you doing? And you're like, I'm just buying dinner. And she goes, no, you're not. You're buying tacos and cauliflower. And sends you back. And forces you to buy something that you don't want, and you go, oh, okay, and you do it anyway. When it's your money, it's your right, it's your thing that you're you're getting for yourself. Like they're trying to take away that choice, like of hey, I I want this, I want this thing, I want a Chevy or a Ford. No, you don't get any of that. You get a Dodge. People would get furious about furniture or cars if there was a thing out there, and and they shut down every dealership, and the only dealership that was out there was Dodge, and they made you drive a Dodge. Everybody would be furious. But on this one, because there's there's that shred of doubt, and the thing that we talked about earlier, there's just fear. And that's the main fear. thing that's just caused so many problems with decision-making. Another thing I wanted to bring it up, and, and we'll talk more about fear and decision-making uh, in a little bit, but I grew up hearing my dad preach, and when he preaches, he will often talk about Greek words. Mm-hmm. So the Greek word for pharmacia, the mm-hmm. Greek word is pharmacia for witchcraft. And so we see the similarity pharmacy and even the RX symbol that's on the rooftop of our pharmacies right. is a symbol for witchcraft. Uh, what are your thoughts about that? Uh, I think anything can be you know, bad if you allow it to be bad and anything can be good if it's used the way that it's supposed to be. So I don't think all medication is bad at all. I mean, I think the, if you look at the history of how medication and surgery was created and formed. Um, it would change a lot of people's mind about how freely they use them or how happy they are about it. Um, you know, the history uh, of medicine is um, pretty awful. It's pretty terrible, I like the way everything's created. So uh, I'm not, you know, I don't doubt at all that a lot of it started with all of that. I mean, you know, um, medicine men and stuff were the people using most of the stuff in the beginning anyway. So there's a lot of the mystic stuff on that. But it's no different than massage or yoga. I mean, I can go to a massage therapist or go um, do yoga, and it's an exercise. The person is, you know, playing worship music, and they're um, totally leading you through a physical movement. And then I can go next door and do yoga, and they're, you know, taking you through an, uh, an Eastern religion mystical experience. So, you know, I don't think uh, – I think you, we put too much 
weight on inanimate things. Like we give too much credit to an antibiotic or COVID-19 or anything else, and it takes away uh, God's authority over that thing. Like we take away his strength in it, yeah. and we're like, oh my gosh, you have a red cup. And did you know that red cups are blah, blah, blah? Well, okay, it's just, it's a cup. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Like, but are there historical ties to a lot of crazy stuff? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but that doesn't make well, it all bad. It definitely does. It definitely makes it overused. But what? Okay, going back to even just John ten ten, you know, and you're familiar with that scripture, so I'll just tell our listeners. But but Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Right. But Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And so what I see happens a lot of times is people are literally being stolen from. Their health is being robbed from them. Right. By being prescribed something that is detrimental to them. <laughs> and here they're taking yeah. it, think, like my aunt, taking it, thinking that it's going to help her osteoporosis. And instead it's, you know. Making causing, more weakness. Yeah. It's causing her jaw to deteriorate and then her teeth to fall. Well, there's and, a lot of, in, in the original, original medicine, original Western medicine, when medication and antibiotics and surgery started coming out, that wasn't the focus. I mean, the focus was. Hey, let's help people live longer. Let's, you know, figure out a way, you know, obviously. Yes. But then over the years, obviously, you know, medicine isn't medicine anymore. I mean, the pharmaceutical companies have taken over and changed a whole lot of stuff. That's a whole rabbit hole, you know, rabbit trail you can get down. But um, when you look at um, the way that it is portrayed to patients and to the public, the benefits are inflated way up here, and the side effects and the negative are diminished or oh, not yeah. talked about. Or oh, yeah, like, like teeny tiny print. Yeah, like there's no, like there's yes. all these benefits and absolutely yes. zero risk. And that's just not true. Like understanding. That's not like, true. Yeah, there's, there's risk to anything. There's risk to there's water. side effects like to everything. Like the water everything. in my bottle, there's risk to to. To drinking water, right? There is. So everybody I, needs to know that know there's that. rest. Like if I drink too much, I could choke on this. You know, like <laughs> you could drown. <laughs> yeah, you could drown in that bottle of water right there. Like <laughs> there's risk to walking across the street, but the the risk associated with medical procedures and medication and vaccines is literally like whitewashed. It's minimized. Right. It is minimized. And that is the thing. Well, my mom, of course, going with having chemotherapy all year last year. Right. Prime example of chemotherapy has for sure made a lot of people have a longer life. Right. You know, where it extends their life. But it causes damage. But it kills them at the same time. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, it's, it's truly, it's truly killing your human cells, but it can also kill the cancer, which can give you a longer life. Right. So it's sort of a little bit of a trade off. However, at some point it's like, okay, enough is enough. We've got to let the body just do what the body's going to do because she well, it goes back anymore. to what we talked about at the very beginning of people being responsible for their own health and exactly. understanding understanding how the body's made. Most people like that I meet as I travel and teach have no idea how the body works. They have no idea how the body works or functions at all. And so when I describe it or I talk about it in these courses or when I'm at a conference and I'm teaching on immunity or digestion or hormones or whatever, and you tell they're like, oh, well, that's not so complicated. No. Like, no, it's not. It's really simple. Like, health is super simple. Yes. It's not easy, but it's super, super well, simple. Well, it has right? to be continually maintained. Yeah, it's not a one-time thing. Nothing is. It's not, <laughs> it's not fast food, right? Not yet. Yeah. Not until after the second coming. But until right. then, everything has to be maintained in this right. world. I mean, that's just part of it. And our health has to be maintained. But... We are we're really wonderfully made, yes. aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the best things that you tell people about how wonderful their body is? Oh, man. Dude, um, one of the things I love is 
talking to people about how fast their liver regenerates. You oh, know, wow. like okay. your liver fully regenerates and you get a completely new liver every 21 to 30 days. So, wow. you know, there were studies way back when I first got into practice. Uh, this was even in the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. And they took a patient and they cut their liver into fourths and gave uh, liver um, transplants to four patients. And those pieces of liver grow into a full liver in 21 days. I mean... Like, oh my goodness! Yeah, you get that's uh, an, phenomenal. You know, all new red blood cells in 120 days. So in wow. four months, all of the blood cells you have right now are completely new. Like wow, the old will be made new. Like you know, it just that's literally cool. goes like, for real, literally like that. And so you know, just the fact of of going through. I mean, going through uh, a woman being pregnant and having a baby. I mean, it yeah. is the most incredible miracle ever. Yes. And and we try to teach people not to trust that. Like we're we're literally in a culture trying to tell people not to trust the way the body is made, but that we need to do something outside of it to make it function the way it's designed. Okay, so I've been talking a lot about my grandma. We just had this big uh, celebration. Okay, so she's ninety eight. When she was giving childbirth, when she was giving birth to her two children, in that era was the time when they started using. like gas masks right? <laughs> and just putting women out, you know, right. in the hospital where the generation before her, her mother acted was like the midwife for, you know, I mean, they all, all the, the, the women and the grandmothers in town helped each other. They helped their, each other deliver babies. They right. helped each other deliver babies. Right. And then, and she almost died in childbirth. My grandmother did with her first child. And then the doctor told her it is suicide if you have another baby. Because you almost died. You know, she had like a toxemia type of thing. Right. Or what? They called it something different then. Uh, but she had the faith to say, you know what? I'm going to have one more baby. And so I'm really glad that she decided to have my mom. <laughs> but you know what? And, and like we say. But look at the fruit of that faith. Look at the fruit of that faith. And we have to say, you know, to a certain extent, you know, the medicine saved her life. But also it was... Um, it, it could have actually taken her life as well. Right. So we have to hold things very carefully. We will talk more about decision-making and fear when we come back because we need faith in everything. That's the thing. Right. You know, we've got to have faith in everything, every day. God's got a plan, and we just got to fit in it. That's right. Yeah, we got to trust him. He knows what he's doing. And I don't, I'm just refuse to be freaked out over anything. <laughs> so anyway. That's a good plan. I refuse to be freaked out over anything. I'll be right back after the break. Stick with us. Hey, there's something you forgot to do. Hmm, it sure is hot. Are you sweating like a dog? Wait, what? Dogs don't sweat. Oh no, you forgot to get your window tinted. Whether it's the kitchen window that sits in the sun for the hottest part of the day, or you just got new wheels, call Sharp Window Tinting in Burleson. 817-615-9379 or look them up on the web, sharpwindowtint.com. Abnormal realities. I watched a documentary the other day. People that were abducted. That's what it was about. Abductees. There is a kid. He claimed that he could speak alien. Let me see if I can pick it up. And he was serious, dude. I got chills watching it. And what was that sound you were making just now? I don't know. It was what they did. 
but I probably said something in Alien just now. Did you call them to come get us? They Maybe they can bring us a pizza. Ask them. Ask them. Bring us a pizza? Yeah, I don't care what's... what's okay, hold on. I got to feel it. Make sure it has jalapeno it. on it. Really? Yeah. Just please. half jalapeno. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to ask Aliens to bring me pizza. Do they deliver it in 30 minutes or less? It's on the way. Oh, right. it's free. Abnormal reality. <laughs> With Ron and Rocky. Weekdays, 4 p.m. and 10 p.m. on JoCo Community Radio. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395. You're listening to Joko Community Radio. Welcome back to The Her Show. I'm Trina Titus Lozano, pastoral counselor, licensed and ordained Christian minister. I'm here with Dr. Jim Bob talking about your health. And, you know, I'm, I want you guys to know seriously that the Lord wants you to be healthy. It is in His plan. The scripture says that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. And Psalm 91, you know, I just, I'll have to read that before the end of the show, because that is, you know, we are to trust in the fact that he, he is the healer. He calls himself the healer. And uh, a lot of people will say, well, he doesn't heal everybody all the time. And it's like, well, you that doesn't mean he can't. Doesn't mean he can't, but you never know. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. You never right. know. So, hold on to hope because because he already did his part. And so I'm I'm always encouraging people to believe in healing and to have faith. Uh, but but what's happening right now is is people are so controlled by fear. And here's the wrong belief about fear. The wrong belief about fear is I have no control over my fear. Right. Therefore, I try to control all the circumstances so that I won't have so that my worst fear won't happen. Right. Okay. Like, so I'm going to prevent the thing. That I'm going to prevent I'm the thing that I'm afraid of. And that's a wrong belief because you don't have the power over that anyway. You don't, we don't have the power. We don't have the power over any, over any circumstance or any sickness. Right. Uh, but we do have the power over the fear. And we can take authority over that fear. Dr. Caroline Leaf talks a lot about this, and I certainly refer her to anybody that would listen to her. But she talks a lot about just fear-based thinking versus love-based thinking and faith-based thinking. And this is what nobody has the power to do, even though the government might have the power to mandate certain things or certain schools may have the power to mandate certain things. Nobody has the power to destroy my faith. Right. And I'm going to keep believing and I'm going to keep trusting and I'm not going to be controlled by fear. I am so grateful that since my grandmother lives with us, she was not in a nursing home. And so yes. there, otherwise there would have been all the mandates that we couldn't have gone to visit her. Right. And it's been tragic for families to yeah, not be able to see their loved ones, not being able to see their, their elderly friends and family because of the mandates. And it's, it's really, really tragic. But I know that people are in the process right now of deciding Decision making. So I just wanted to throw a few scriptures out here um, as everyone is in the process of decision making. And I think that in your as you're in this process, June Hunt talks about 
um, some tests that you can ask. A scriptural test, pass the scriptural test. Does the decision that you make, uh, does it pass the scriptural test? What does God say about it? And then the next thing, the secrecy test. Would it bother you if people know your choice? Or do you want to be, are you, are you willing good. to be bold about your choice, whether to get a vaccine or not? Because if it doesn't pass the secrecy test, there's a problem there. So you've got to, it's got to pass that test. The survey test. What if everybody followed your example? Would it be the right thing? The spiritual test. Am I being people pressured or spirit led? Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, someone just told us a, a little bit ago that that they felt peer pressured, right? And that is a very big deal right now. It's a big red the, flag. A big red flag if you're making the decision because you feel that peer pressure because you want to be able to make the decision because you are feeling spirit led. Galatians one ten says, "Am I now trying to win approval of men or of God, or am I trying to please men?" If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. So we really have to make sure that our decision passes that spiritual test. Yes. Um, The stumbling test. Could this cause another person to stumble? The decision that I'm making. Could it cause another person to stumble? The serenity test. Have I prayed and received peace about my decision? That's the biggest one. It really is. My parents always say, are you led by peace? Because this has been a tough decision for them. My mom has followed her doctor's orders. And everything uh, regarding oncology and her cancer diagnosis, but she did not follow his orders about getting vaccinated. He right. said, I think you should get vaccinated. She didn't follow that one. You know, she didn't right. have any peace about it. She was just like, I don't feel like that's what the Holy Spirit's telling me to do. My grandma's not vaccinated. And she, uh, she had a, re- a reaction to a flu vaccine many, many years ago, 20, 30 years ago. And and right then she decided I will never get another vaccine because right. I'm allergic to them. It it could kill me. So so she has wisdom and doesn't do that. Which is a a thing. If if yes. you have had a reaction or one of your family members, close family members, That's, has had a reaction to any vaccine, any vaccine, there's a way higher percentage chance that you could get a reaction to any vaccine. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and then there's the sanctification test. Will this keep me from growing in the t- character of Christ? Because we are growing, we are being transformed into his likeness. And so we want our decision making to be able to pass these tests. Right. And and most of all, and I and that's the thing. I want people to have the freedom to be spirit led. I want people to have the freedom to be led by peace. And um but in addition to that, there's these other tests that I think is a good idea as you're making this decision. And I have really had a lot of people in my office be divided. This is not worth fighting over. And if you're married, I just want to give you the advice, the same as it would be with anything else. Try to make a unified decision. Right. I think it's best if you're in unity, if you both get vaccinated or you both don't. I really think that is best. And until you're both in unity, I, I don't think that we you should make the, the decision. Time. There's either peace or no go. Like you're either peace a full, or no full peace e- or you don't do anything yet. Yeah. Either, it doesn't either. mean you're not going to vaccinate or not going to do that thing. It just means you're not going to do it yet. Don't do it yet. It's if Until you're married, you I, if you're married, I really strongly recommend that you're unified in this decision. Uh, and I know that it's quite likely that one of you would be more have a bend to get vaccinated and the other one would more have a bend not to. If that is the case, 
and you guys are real still very divided, it's okay for you to have different opinions. I always say that true, the best relationship, Jim Bob, I think you'll like this, is a separateness without a loss of togetherness Mm -hmm. and a togetherness without a loss of separateness. I like that. So it's okay to have separate ideas about choosing a vaccine or not as long as it you don't lose the togetherness. As long right. as you don't lose the togetherness. However, I do think that the best case scenario is that you guys do the same thing. I yeah. really do. Otherwise, I think there's a divide that will continue if you if you choose something different. But if it's not going to divide you, and if you both agree on that it's okay for us to have separate ways of going about this, because you may fit in separate categories, you know? Sure. And so there could be other things like, like these tests. just a job choice, and you it, can't, you know, and that's not a situation where you can give that up, and one has to, and one doesn't, you know, yes, or, whatever they feel that they have to, whatever yeah. it is. So, but I think that you guys should all be very, very careful. And that's why I wanted to bring this topic on the show because I didn't want to avoid the topic. I typically don't talk about things like this. I didn't want to avoid the topic because it is an important decision. Yeah. It's the and, biggest topic of our lives right now. Right now, it really is, and and uh, in the whole world. Right, and, and I would totally, you know, not to cut in on you, Trina. I would totally encourage couples, especially, to make sure that they are looking at information on both sides of the argument. Like, like it doesn't mean that you have to only, you know, read and watch podcasts or things of people who are not getting the vaccine or go the other way and only watch things where they're like, oh, no, this is going to save the world or, or whatever. But you need to look at sources both. Even if you initially don't agree with it at all, you're like, ugh, this, you know, Dale Bigtree guy is insane. This uh, Dr. Peter McCullough is, you know, a charlatan, whatever. Okay, well, think that, but but listen to their arguments and watch their things, read them, and then look at the other side of um, the yeah. argument of like, no, this is going to prevent or help with this. And then you can actually make a logical decision to look at both sides. Not, hey, I am doing this because I'm afraid of X. Right. Like, that's never going to be a right decision. Never. I mean, like, tell me any scenario where a never. human being or a spouse or anything or anybody goes, oh, my gosh, I'm terrified of this. Think and they choose something, and that's yeah. the right decision. Fear-based decision making is always bad. It will always it, it, end badly. It never, it never ends good. Never right. ends good. Always right. ends badly. Yeah. You're absolutely right about that. And but I but I do I like what you're saying because really it's like be the jury, like as if you were the jury, yes. and you're you're hearing two sides of a case. And then you make your decision. Yeah, and as and as spouses, it takes a lot of humility. I mean, I I will tell you straight up, my wife is way smarter than me. She's the <laughs> smart one. I'm the loud one. But it is an ego drop when I go, "Hey, I'm going to do this. We need. We should do this." And she goes, "Meh." We looked at this, and I think we should do this. And and I go, and I've learned. I go, "Hey, okay. Well, let's look at it." And ninety nine point nine percent of the time, her research and what she's looked at is right. And I'm like, Ugh. and there's this ego thing of having to go, "Okay, I was wrong on that." But like, it's really just an open mind. Like, look at all the information. And if you can look at all the information and you go, dude, I've looked at everything and I feel 100% peace about getting vaccinated, doing a surgery, doing chemo, whatever, whatever the thing is, it doesn't matter. Go for it. Like, do it. You know, the Lord can cover that. If you have peace about it, rock it. If yeah. you don't, if there's not 100% peace, then you're not done praying and looking at it. Right. Like, you haven't gone through the whole thing. Yeah. You guys sell essential oils. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a really big part of your healthy lifestyle. Yep. Can you a long time. can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, well, we in our practice have always used nutrition as an adjunct to help people be healthier. Period. 
uh, from nutrition to diet counseling to detoxes to whatever. And essential oils uh, were introduced to us, and we started utilizing them, oh, man, 16 years ago, maybe, 14, 16 years ago, and using them in protocols in the office and helping with patients and just saw amazing results. And so uh, we've recommended to use them ever since um, and have incorporated them with our own family and have helped thousands of families do that ever since. So, yeah, they're awesome. I mean, it's just concentrated extracts of plant that help, you know, help push your body to do what it's created to do. That's it. Exactly. That's totally what it is. Yes. I love it. And I, I like, I love the way they smell. I love the, the, well, the number one thing that they do is help reduce stress. Like even if, even if, you know, I have people ask me this all the time. Well, I don't think that this essential oil can help my liver or my thyroid or whatever. I'm like, okay, let's say it doesn't. Like, let's just say that it didn't. It does. But let's say that it didn't. If all that it did was help reduce the stressors that we are battling all the time as a society, you're healthier. Your immune exactly. system goes up. Your digestive system works better. Yeah. Your, you know, like your hormones are more balanced. Yeah. Your circulation is better. Everything. Everything is better if you have something that can help you handle stressors, and they do that well. So I had a client that would say all the time, I'm so stressed. This is so stressful. She would say she that. She would just claim it all the time. Yeah. Every other sentence. And she's just telling me, you know, so how was your week? It was so stressful. I was so stressed. You know, she, she used that word all the time. And so after a session one day, I said, okay, here's your homework this week. You have to, you need, every time you say that, since you're already in the habit of saying it, let's, before we try to take it away, I don't want to tell you what not to do without telling you what to do. I just said, I want you to add to this. Oh, I'm so stressed. But. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Right. But I'm too blessed to be stressed. And so she started adding that statement after she would hear herself say the other one. And you know what? It turned her life around. And she became healthier. Her marriage became better. The whole atmosphere in her home became better. Everything changed. Her victim mentality went away. Her victim mentality went away. And But but the stress was 100% gone. Just by changing the confession of her mouth. Have you ever heard of John Gordon? He's a personal development coach. He wrote um, Training Camp, Energy Bus, Soup. You heard of this? Okay. Uh, Tell me about him. He's amazing. Um, He's written a bunch of little books. They're like story books, but it's all on personal development and business. Well, he has one that I just read and Cindy and I went through and we were taking our kids through called the No Complaining Rule. Oh, I like that. And this is, and you would love this. I literally thought of you. I was like, oh, this is totally Trina. But um, he goes through that. He says, you use uh, but statements all the time. Like, oh my gosh, I just hate traffic, but I'm thankful that I have a car to get there. Or, you know, oh my gosh, like the government is terrible and they're but I'm thankful for the freedoms I do have. And you add that in like, but I'm too blessed to be stressed. So, yes. And you add that in. That's an initial, the first step that he has in his thing of getting out of that mental um, habit of complaining and stuff like that, like what Dr. Caroline Leaf talks about. Exactly. The scripture says, uh, do all things without arguing and complaining. The magic trees of the mind, you know, oh, she says. <laughs> oh, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Well, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just give you a graphic image of what she says. So she says that with negative thinking under the brain scan, your thoughts look like dead trees. Yeah. Trees in the winter that are dead and just branches. And I actually have a tree in my office that I got um, on a Halloween uh, table at Party City one time. <laughs> so it looks this black dead tree, and I use that as an illustration, like she does. This next is the negative to, tree. Uh huh. Yeah. It's a negative tree. The negative thinking, the stress filled mind is death. Is what right. it is, and it produces death. And then that, in comparison to a tree that has 
that your thoughts look like a tree with leaves right. uh, whenever you've got positive thinking and whenever you just replace your fear with your faith. Because the bottom line is whether you've had the shot or not, you have to believe in Jesus. You have to believe in the power of healing. You have to believe Well, if we're in putting faith. our faith in anything, like this bookmark or the cup or a vaccine or, or anything. Anything. A doctor's yeah, opinion. Right. Uh, if in we're a, putting our faith. Finite yeah, thing, including, we're putting in the wrong place. Yes. Essential oils yeah, or medication anything. or anything. It's going to let us down every time. Right. Yeah. And totally right. the scripture talks about building your house on the sand versus building your house on the rock. Right. And so... We've got to really constantly come back to that and build our house on the rock. Uh, so tell me about when you first began to really trust Jesus with your health, because you've, you've been in a relationship with Jesus for a long time, right. but then you've had some really health challenges uh, right. with, with, uh, in your life this past several years. So tell us about how the Lord really took you over this hurdle with really trusting Him with your health. Well, I've been, um, you know, naturally healthy my whole life, like super athletic, um, you know, lots of sports growing up. Um, you know, it, that was easy for me. I never had a problem staying in shape. This wasn't a thing. And so I think that I always trusted. I was, uh, I was uh, saved at nine. I really got a relationship with the Lord in high school. I was in FCA and it changed my whole life, like yeah. uh, working with students. That's and fellowship. So, a Fellowship Christian of Christian Athletes. athletes. Yeah, it's so good. Literally changed my life. And my best friends and I did that and it was awesome. But, um, you know, all growing up, I had a certain amount of my own control over how I felt. So mm -hmm. I think that I obviously trusted God for all of the other things, but I didn't fully trust him in my own health because I didn't feel like I needed to. Like mm -hmm. I had control of it. Like, yeah, yeah I'll just drink more water, um, you know, sure. not have as many Cokes, drop 10 pounds, I'm fine. Or yeah, I can go do that workout class. I can play that sport, you know, whatever. Yes. And I had the control. I had the function to do it myself. Well, you thought you did. Yeah, I thought I did. Yeah. And I did for a long time. And then back in 2017, we were at a conference in Florida and I was, uh, you know, going to be the keynote speaker at this event. And we were playing on the little water. We were at the Gaylord in uh, Orlando and we were playing in the Flow Rider, a surfing simulator, my son and I. And he got out in it, looked amazing. I got out in it and unbeknownst to me, I had a benign tumor that had worked its way mm. through my femur. And my whole femur down around my knee on the outside um, was hollow. So mm. I got in this flow rider. Uh, it swept my leg, threw me down, shattered my whole femur, ripped off half my knee, tore all the ligaments in my ankle and washed me off to the side like a rag doll. And I ended up in a wheelchair for a year. And so, you know, the, uh, and, you know, tons of pain and on pain meds and multiple surgeries. And now I'm, you know, four surgeries in and, um, you know, obviously doing the best that I've done in years even before the surgery. But... After that, it put me in a place of com complete humility is really what it was. It put me in a place where wow. like all of my self-reliance of me doing all the things myself was impossible. Wow. Like my wife was taking me to the bathroom. Like my oh. kids were bringing me my meals. Like I was like literally having to get dragged into a wheelchair to go anywhere. I was, yeah. you know, all these things. And it was that, um, you know, being set down in a wheelchair for a year made me finally go, oh, I can't do this. Like, mm -hmm. and, and, and I shouldn't try. Like, I should try to be the best I can be, allowing him to leave me in and not, and instead of not trusting him for it. So it really was, you know, not right away, but it was probably mm, 
a year, a little over a year into that journey. I'm four and a half uh, years in now. It's crazy. But uh, mm-hmm. a year or so into that journey where I finally, and one of the books I read that really blew my mind was Detours by Pastor Tony Evans. Yeah. I love so him. Good. Uh, and he wrote a book called Detours. And he talked about that, like detours don't mean that God's not in control. It actually means he is, but oh. we get so upset about detours. Like you're driving down a road and all of a sudden you have to detour. Well, if you fight it and you don't like trust him, that detour will get you back on the main road. Like that's what a detour is. And he's still going to get you to where he wants you to be. And something else he said in there that really gave me a ton of pieces. He said, you know, if you're working so hard to get to this goal and this vision and you're not getting there, it's only because of one or two things, either a God's not done with you and you're not ready to be in that place or the place isn't ready for you. Like that place, you're ready, but that place, those people aren't ready for you and it would be out of timing on that. And it gave me a lot of peace in knowing like, hey, I'm not missing anything and I'm not being less of a dad in a wheelchair, you know, being better, you know, and doing all the things that I'm called to do. And and it really changed my perspective a ton. So Your faith grew. Oh, yeah. Your faith grew. Yes. Yeah, I think that's amazing. I'm going to read Psalm 91. This is out of the New Living And it says here, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust Him. For He will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with His feathers, His shelter. He will shelter you with His wings. His faithful promises are your armor and your protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread disease that stalks in the darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most your the most high, that is Jesus, the most high, your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. No plague. No plague, no pandemic will come near you, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You won't trample upon lions or you you can trample on lions or cobras and you will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. In other words, you have the power. Right. You have the power to take authority over these things. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. That is such a a good promise, and that is Psalm chapter 91. And I would encourage you, listeners, to read it in many different translations. It's uh, it's a scripture that is worth memorizing. It is a way to live. Mm-hmm. My grandma was giving advice about how to live, you know, to be 98. She wants to live at least over 100, you know, so maybe 105. I don't know how old she's going to be. She said she doesn't want to get to a point where she's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to keep trusting God for a long life. But we prayed when we were all together. We prayed for my mom. We prayed for my uncle who's had some health problems. And and we were always praying. And when my grandma lays down at night, if she has an infirmity or something that's hurting her, a little pain here, a little pain there, she just says, Lord, you take care of it while I'm sleeping. I'm going to go to sleep and you're going to take care of it. And, uh, you know, just one day at a time like that. And we were right. talking about 
um, whenever you have to write down the sicknesses that your family members have, you know, when you're at the, at the doctor's office and you're writing your medical history. And I just write on my medical history all the times that my family's been miraculously healed. My great-grandmother was healed in 1937, I believe it was, of breast cancer. Yeah. And uh, the way that she was healed is in the night, the cancer just oozed out of her breast and it was gone and immediately she was not sick anymore. Yeah. So, you know, there is testimony in our families of miracle after miracle after miracle. So we're definitely not going to be afraid of COVID. (laughs) Right. And, 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 but it's just a choice. I mean, it's a choice people have to make. Some people are going to be, um, getting vaccinated and some people aren't. But one thing that we declare is fear will not control us. Right. And fear will not control our decisions. And, um, I, I know that that's something. Yeah, that no matter what, if you're making a decision not in fear and in peace, mm-hmm. your body's healthier, your immune system's better, you yeah. can handle things better, for sure. Exactly. So um, as we close today, we've got a few minutes left. What would you like to tell my listeners about um, just this whole topic of COVID and vaccinations and stress, healthy living? What would you like to leave them with today? If, if this is the last opportunity that you have to talk to this particular group of people, what is the most important thing you can leave them with today regarding their health and all of these things? Um, you know, I would really say that, um, you know, people matter and, and love is better. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I would really just remind people is that um, a mask isn't worth destroying families and relationships, mm-hmm. you know, um, and this whole thing of like just recognizing the economy of fear that's getting pumped at them and that we all need to pump the brakes. Yeah. Like everybody needs to kind of back up, take a second. And this is the hardest for me. You've known me for a long time. Mm. The hardest thing for me is to not say anything. Uh, then it, it's not hard for me to say something. It's, it's the hardest for me to wait mm-hmm. and to let people have their space and hold space for people. But uh, it's the, the best way that we can love people, whether I agree with them or not. Like if they, you know, are doing everything the opposite of what I believe, I can still sit in that space and, um, and love on them and, and still have a relationship and still figure out a way uh, to be loving in the middle of it and to not operate out of fear. And I think that's our, our biggest thing as a culture. If we can get away from um, the segregation of people based mm. on choice or skin color or sexual preference or religion or anything, and we can get away from the segregation of them off of medical decisions and away from fear, then we can start healing things. You know, we can it's start not worth really fighting change. over. No. It's not worth fighting over. No. I had someone confront me on Facebook about, you know, my profile picture. And I just said, you know, call me. I will be, let's yeah. talk about why I came to this decision, my personal experiences, the things that I have researched. Right. Call me if you want to have a conversation about it. I would love for us to, you know, talk and be in a relationship. Yeah, because absolutely. Because it's not worth fighting about. Right. That is for sure. And my opinion isn't so important that I have to have other people agree with me. One thing that my grandma says about fighting and arguing is when you're arguing, you're either trying to prove yourself right or you're trying to prove them wrong. Right. And either way is is not... Just the wrong approach, period. It's not productive. Right. And the scripture of Philippians 2.14, do all things without arguing and complaining. So that 
you won't be criticized. Right. <laughs> because when we argue, we complain, what happens is we get that we get end up getting to be criticized. So we are teaching this to our children. We are teaching them to be grateful in all things. Yes. Give thanks in all circumstances. Be joyful always. And uh, keep praying. Pray without ceasing. Pray That's for right. our nation. I encourage my listeners today. Pray for our nation. Pray for the loved ones that you know that are sick. Pray for COVID. People with COVID, pray for them to get better. Pray without ceasing. And um, the God of peace will give you peace even in this very uncertain time. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Trina, and I'll be back next Monday. Thank you, Dr. Jim Bob. Hugs and high fives. From Burleson to Venus and Grandview to Godly, this is the voice of Johnson County, Joko Community Radio.